The Eri B. Sit edition, an audio series of the Talmud Bavli. Gemara Nazir, Daf Bet. Today's Daf is being studied. The Eidu Nishmat Morzekinir by Yosef Ben Sarah, and the Nishmat of Ram Ben Esther. Ruach Hashem Tanihem began Eidin Amen. Refuah Shidema Moshe Ben Dina, Vesara, Ruhama, Batrahev, Vesara Batrahev, El Nanafanahim. רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף ורפואתם קרובה לבוא וכן ירסון ונאמר אמן. בסימנת הבא we begin נו מסכת, מסכת נזיר, which obviously talks about the law of a נזיר from the Torah that's a person that accepts upon himself to act in a way of a נזיר which basically has different laws, cannot מתמת ומתים, is not allowed to drink wine in any of its uh, derivatives and cannot shave his hair. Stam Nizirut is 30 days and uh, the Masechet, as we learn it, we'll go through the different details of how to accept Nizirut and all the different technicalities of uh, what Nizirut is all about. Uh, it should be noted that the commentary of Nazir on the right column is the Rivan it is not Rashi, that she did not make a commentary on the second Nazir. Ivan is Rashi's grandson. And also the Tosafot of here in the Masechet, the custom is to learn the Tosafot. It's not like, of course it's the custom always to learn Tosafot, but I mean to learn it as a running commentary to the Shaklavatari of the Gemara. As you see, he's much more uh, explanatory than he is in other Masechetot. We begin the Mishnah. Lecture mode on. Kol kinuye nizirut kinzirut. If you remember, we learned in Masechet Nedarim that there's what's called kinuye nedarim. Right, a kinui is a okay, a similar equivalent terminology. You're not saying the actual word itself. For example, the actual would be hadini nazir. That's the classic way to accept upon yourself nizirut. But there's other ways where you can use similar terminologies that are also acceptable. Those are called kinuyim. The rivan. Kol kinuyim nizirut kinzirut. Kol amikabel alav nizirut. Be'oto lashon shibadu lahem hachamim. For example, the rabbis made up certain terminologies. Hareo nazir. Kemo imamar hareni nazir. Okay, that's the simple. It's it's like he said, Hadini Nazir. And if you want to know some of the Kinuim, Nazik, Naziyah, Paziyah. All those words substitute for Nazir. Okay, because the reason that we're going to say that these are the words that the rabbis made up. To substitute for the word Nazir. Like we learned in the second of the name, some say these are words that the rabbis actually made up. And some say they're actually terminologies of different languages. And the Hachamim are really telling you that whatever language you use that is equivalent to the word Nazir will also be good. Now, some explain like this, the logic, why these words work. For example, one word is nazik. So the, the Rivan explains, the kof of nazik, 
If you saw in the leg or raised the leg of the cough, it's nazir. The wall of the head of naziyah. Take the left wall of the head and knock it off. It's also nazir. Which means if you take off the, the roof of the pe. Right? It comes a nun. And then the left wall of the chet makes it as resh. So therefore, these words of it, some want to say, they can be reconstructed into the word nazir itself. Look at the top tosafot. Kol kinuyen nizirut kinzirut. Kol davar she'eno ikar shemo ken. Anything that's not the main word, the main terminology. Nikra kinui. It's called kinui. Right? Like you said, equivalent terminologies. It's like you said, the primary terminology. That's the obvious terminology. So the Mishnah again, if a person just says the word ehe, I will be, that's already also an acceptance of nizirut. Now it should be noted, ehe, it should be noted, that's not a kinui anymore. This is already a different subject called a yad. What is a yad? A yad literally means a handle, but a handle is used usually to pull the main item. You don't hold the whole item, you just pull the handle and the rest of the thing comes. So the same thing in terminologies, by saying a head, that's considered a handle, that already is able to pull the rest of the, the zirut into play. Now the Gemara is going to explain, that we're talking about over here a case, where he said a head, I will be, will be what? So about where Nazir was walking by. And at the time that Nazir was walking by, he said the word a head. So that would be considered, which we'll see according to some shito, you would call that a yad, that is mochachat. Because it's not enough to be a yad. Some shitot say it has to be a yad that is evident. It has to be connected somehow to the nizirut. So look at the Tosafot. Ha'omer ehe, hareze nazir, ubegemara mefaresh di'ika hochacha. We're talking about that it was a yad mochachat. That it was evident. Kemo, shenazir over lefanav. Vezen nekra yadot nizirut. Shelo gamar diburo. He didn't finish the way. He didn't say the word nizirut. It's like he finished this terminology. Like a person that holds the handle of a keli. Which means when you hold the yad, it's like you're holding the whole keli. So when you hold the yad, the terminology of nizirut, it's like you get the whole nizirut with it. So Amishnah immediately starts off to discussing two subjects. It discusses Kinuyim, and then it discusses the subject of Yad. Mishnah again, called Kinuyim Nizut Kinzirut. Haomer Ehe Hareze Nazir. Now again, the construction of the Mishnah right away is strange, because you didn't tell me any Kinuyim yet. You tell me all Kinuyim are like Nizut, then you give me an example in a Yad, which is a different, uh, a different subject. So the Gemara will question the construction of the Mishnah. But we continue. The Mishnah says... Right, Ehe Hareze Nazir. O Ehe Nae. 
or if a person says, I will be na'eh. Na'eh is beautiful. That also would be a lashon of nizirut. Now, Tosafot says, This is also considered Another question. Why does it say? Just say. Okay, now we go back to the subject of Kinuim. Nazir. Well, that's obvious. That's not a, that's not a Kinui. That's obvious, but it's just telling us that this is how you become a Nazir. Nazik, Naziyah, Baziyah. Hareze Nazir. Because all those are Kinuim. Or if a person comes along and says, which means I'll be like this person who is a Nazir. These are languages that have to do with hair. Like a person that, you know, twists and rolls his hair, twirls. literally means kilkul is uh, to sustain. Or he says, it's on me to grow my hair. That's also considered a kinui, and therefore it's considered enough uh, to be uh, a nazirut. But if a person comes along and says, it is on me to bring birds. Because the nazir also, after his nazirut, has to bring korban. So he says, it's on me to bring birds. Right, we have a machlok. I'm wait for the Gemara to explain this last part of the Mishnah. Let's look at the Tosafot. Nazir, Nazik, Nazir, Pazir, is a Nazir. The fish that sells the fresh color kinuim, Patak ve omed Nazir. Even though Nazir is not a kinui. Kedomar Nazir hu ikara shema katub batorah. Shal yedeh lashon ze halalav shem nizirut. It's giving you the obvious first. Nazir is the, is the, is the ikar. Ve hu adin imamar be lashon a kinuim kemo Nazik, Nazir, Pazir. The, it's coming back to explain the first part of the Mishnah. Now it's giving an example. exactly where Kinuim came from. It's the language of the Goyim. The three words that we just said over here is three out of the 70 languages that there are in the world. Why all these three? Any language from the seventies should be hal. It's true. Which is your right. If you use any language of any of the languages, but you understand what you're saying, then the nizir will be hal. Aval. These words of your automatics, even if he doesn't understand them, it's like he said Nazir. And therefore, if he says Nazik or Nazir or Pazir, the Hadush why chose these foreign languages, because these work, whether you don't understand them, because these are more similar to Lashon Nazir. Than other languages. So that's the look between these and others. 
These are words that the rabbis uh, created. Now, the Gebarah explained over there, why would the rabbis have to create the Shonot? Because they didn't want you to say the normal way of accepting is in Nedir was Lahashem uh, Korban. So when you're concerned, if you're going to have to say Lahashem Korban, like you're saying, this item to me is going to be like a like a Korban. Right? So they, they were worried that some people, they might end up saying just the word Lahashem, and they're not going to finish the, the word, and therefore it's going to be Shem Shemam Lebatala. So they tried to create other terminologies where you don't have to say Hashem's name, so it'll save you from, let's say, uh, saying Shem Shemam Lebatala. Right. So therefore, uh, the, the other, other, other languages, like uh, Kunam, and things like that, where uh, we won't have a... Uh, huh? Right, we have to say Hashem's name at all. Okay, very good. Vim Tomar. Uresh Lakish... Interesting question. So the rabbis made up a lashon. But it's only the rabbis made up this language. If you want to tell me according to the Yohanan, that's the word of Nizirut in a foreign language, I have no problem. That's a legitimate Nizirut. But if you tell me rabbis invented words, so it's like the Nizirut is a rabbinical Nizirut. How could the rabbis mandate now that you're going to bring a korban into the Azara? If a person brings a korban that's really not a korban minatura to the azara, it's considered he's bringing hulin into the azara. Minatura, this is not a korban. Because these are words that the rabbis made up. Minatura is really not nizirut. How could they come along now and through their lishonot make us nizirut that can you can actually bring hulin to the azara? That's the first question. Because it's the kavana. The guy means nizirut. And he knows that this word over here, the rabbis. Instituted for the dirut. Kabbalah gemurahi ki'ilu amar b'sone katub b'torah. It's a full kabbalah as if he said the word nazir. So therefore no problem to even bring a korban. Ve'harav hi'el piresh deresh lakish lav de'inyan korban ka'amar. Ela de'inyan malkut. Delakeim avar nazirutosh shikimil b'son shibidu ha'kamim. According to Rabbi Hi'el, he says the kanami, you don't bring a korban. When it, when you, they can't obligate you to bring a korban to the azara. So what's enough kamina? Enough kamina. It's in the zirut, and if you break it, you'll get malkut. But in the chavos, we have a fantastic malok amongst rishonim. Alibad rishlakish. How far did they say the inyan of the zirut was it even the inyan korban or not? Next tosfot. Omer hareni kaze. Okay, guys, says I'm like this guy. What does it mean, this guy? Begemara mukilad the nazir over the fanav. Now, ulgufelo estarich. Now, the chaura, I shouldn't need this case because even if you just said the word ehe alone, it's enough. If an azir is walking by, that was the first case in the mishnah. Ehe, that's a yad. So kotsheke when a guy comes along and says ehe kaze, they have nereshes shemina. Nafilu kilo amar ela ehe. When azir ove the farab, they have an azir. Ela the diyuka estarich tamad amar kaze. Ha omer hareni. Which means, the Hadush is, if he just would have said Hareni, that's nothing. Which means, if the guy was walking by and he just said Hareni, that's not enough. You have to say Hareni Kaze, because if he didn't say that, then already it's up. Which means, Ehe is alone is more mashma 
Then hareni. So hey, you can get away just saying alone. But hareni, you got to say hareni. Okay, so that's also in Yad. Next Tosfot. Hareni misalsel, hareni mechalkel. Hani, lav yadot nezidut ninu. These are not yadot. Diimkir let ninu le'ail ba'de yadot. Ela kevan de gamar de buro, ela shlo piresh le'hedja nezirut. Ve'anano de mefarshin an de bure, ma'ashwa de nezirut ba'al lo'mar, ki amar an nesho v'tafis besa'are. The Gemara say the case where he's holding on his hair. Hareni mesalsel, hareni mechalkel. So we see from his language that he wants to really accept upon himself a nizirut. Think about the space. It's not a yad because he really finished his language. Yad usually is where you don't finish what you're saying. You said eh, and you left it hanging. That's a yad. You're holding on to here. He said that any mechalker, that any misalzel. So that's not it. It's more like a kinui than it is a than it is a than it is a yad. Okay. Comes the gemara. Mechdi. And the first question the Gemara has to do just do with placement. You can ask yourself a question. We are now in Seder Nashim. Even though we could have forgotten that, that we're in Seder Nashim. But if you remember, Yebamot, Ketubot, these are the Ikar Masikhtot of Nashim. Okay, so we can question now, what is Nedarim, which we just finished doing in Seder Nashim? That was the Gemara's question. And the Gemara said, because at the end of Masechet Ketubot, we discussed already of Nedarim, where let's say a person was Madid, his wife, and vice versa, and things like that. So we got into Nedarim of Chesed Ketubot, so we continued with Nedarim. But now the question is, what does Nezirut have to do with Seder Nashim? The Chaura, Seder Nashim more belongs in Masechet Kadashim. Kadashim talks about the laws of Korbanot. Nezirut is in Yad of Korban, after 30 days, after we sacrifice. So the question is about Mechdi. Tana Beseder Nashim Ka'e. The Tana we find himself in Seder Nashim. My Tama Tane Nazir. What are you telling me now, Nazir in Nashim for? Tana Akirakae. The Tana is basing himself on a Pasuk. Vehaya imlot imsa hen behainav. Talk about a, li- a fellow that's getting divorced. Says what? Lot imsa hen behainav. Which means he loses the. Uh, Favor, she loses the favor in the husband's eyes. Why does she lose the favor? The Pasuk says. Because he found that she was not loyal. That she was doing something in Irva. And then what does the Torah say? That's right for a divorce. What causes a person to lead to Ta'averot? That's because you drink. And the rabbis teaches anybody sees a sota, which means that's a lady that's unfaithful to her husband, and they see her drink the waters of the sota, and they see her blow up. Anybody sees a sota yazir He should abstain from drinking wine. So therefore, the Gemara is bringing us a few factors over here. Let's bring me a pasuk, which is a nashim pasuk. It's telling me people get into trouble because of. The wine, that brings the divorce. And then it gives me another fact. That you should know anybody that drinks, uh, sees a sota, you accept yourself abstaining from wine. What's it got to do with anything we're learning? Who cares about the sota now? We want to know, and Yanov, why Nazir is in uh, Nashim. You can bring me now, Kodaro uh, sota. So the Rivan explains over here. Look at the Rivan. Rivan says like this. Tana Akira 
which is really, it could have brought Nazir after Sota, because it makes sense. Based on I said, So therefore, it makes sense to put it, you know, right after Sota. The Ikar said that Nashim, the Ikar of Nashim is Ketubot. Vetana be Perik Hamadir, right? The last Perik was Perik Hamadir, which already talks about Nedarim. So Tana le Nedarim le Batar Ketubot. So then we put Nedarim. Everybody was a subject that's finished Nedarim. Vadar Tana Nazir. Why? The Mesmach lekra, because in the pasuk itself, when it talks about Nedarim, the pasuk says Lindor Neder Nazir. In the pasuk of Nedarim, it talks about Nazir. Vehadar Tana Sota. Then it put Sota after the Amar Mor Kolaroa Sota Bekulkula Yezirah Tzvom Nayain. Which that's why it brought the Nyan of the Sota. Just giving you one to put it after Sota. It didn't put it after Sota because of what we just told you. Kitubot or Sota Darim. After Kitubot, put the Darim. In the Darim it says Neder Lehazir, Neder Nazir. Okay, so put the Zirut there. And then we put Sota after, because there's a connection between the Zirut and the uh, Sota. So that's really giving me the, the order of the, uh, of the, uh, of the Masikhtot. Okay. And we see, obviously, that it is in the Yad of the Nashim, like the Gemara quoted a Pasuki Matzaba and Vataba, that's brought from the, from the wine. But it has, uh, it's connected to, to, to the subject of the Nashim as well. Okay. Okay. Comes the Gemara now and begins the, uh, Analysis of the Mishnah. Patah b'kinuim, mefaresh yadot. He opened up with kinuim. Kol kinuim, zirut, kinzirut. And then what's the next line? Ha'omer ehe. Ehe is a yad. Usually, you're opening up with a subject, finish the subject. What did you, you went from kinuim to, to yad. Amar avavetima kidi. Kedi is the name of a rabbi. Hasure mehsara. The Mishnah is missing some words. Vachi ketan. It's the way the Mishnah should read. Kol kinuyen nizirut kinzirut. Kama. Viyadot nizirut kinzirut. And yadot also are considered like nizirut. Ve'eluhen yadot. And now we're going to discuss yadot. Ha'omer ehe hareze nazir. Oh good. So we, did the, so we, we have two headings now in the Mishnah. And now we're going to end up, we finish with the Yadot, we're going to give you an example of a Yad. So the Gemara says, Give me the examples of Kinuyim first. Because didn't you open up the Mishnah? So give me an example of Kinuyim first. It's like what you're doing over here is, give them a shal, right, one, two, two, one. Go in the right order. One, two, one, two. Why are you going back to... Why, why, why are you starting on the second item? So the Gabbara says, Tana mahid salik. Ha'u mefarish b'reshah. No problem. The Tana is explaining what it just finished with. We do see that style, like the Gabbara is going to give us examples. That you do see a style that sometimes the Tana will elaborate on the item he just mentioned. So since Yadot was the last thing he mentioned in the Mishnah, okay, let's finish the subject of Yadot. We mentioned it, let's discuss it. And the Gemara gives examples. What's the examples? Kedetnan. Masechet Shabbat, few cases. Bameh madlikin, ubameh en madlikin. Umifaresh en madlikin. Correct? Second Perek of Masechet Shabbat. These are the items 
that you do madlik, but me madlikin, but me madlikin. What do we discuss? Em madlikin. So therefore, you see that style. But me tomni, who but me in tomni. The masechet over there discusses in Shabbat again. These are the items that are okay with hatmana, and these are the items that are not good. Um feresh in tomni beresha, and then the Mishnah explains in tomni. So you see, one two, two one. Bame isha yotza u bama ena yotza. Carrying. What can a lady go out with wearing on Shabbat? What can a lady not go out with? U mefaresh lo titze isha beresha. So you see again, no problem. To, it's a valid style that it happens. So the Gemara says, "What are you talking about?" We also learned the other style. Bame behema yotza u bama ena yotza. Now we discuss an animal on Shabbat. Why? Right? Just like you cannot do melacha, your animals cannot do melacha. So the Mishnah of the Shabbat says, these are the things that an animal can go out with. These are the animals, the things that an animal cannot go out with. David explains one first. So now already it's confusing. So you see what, what? It can go either way. Yes, no halin u manhilin. No halin velo manhilin. Manhilin velo no halin. This is all talking about over here, the laws of inheritance. The Mishnah says like this. That's the fourth case. Okay, now we go to each case. The first case of the Mishnah is, Yesh no halin To be nohel is to inherit, and manhil is to bequeath. Okay, so there's certain people that are on both sides of the spectrum. They're inheritors, and they're able to also bequeath, like a father and a son. Father and a son, they yoresh each other, and they also bequeath. Which means that they're able to be yoresh, to receive and not bequeath. That would be like a wife can receive from the husband. Right? If the husband dies. They're able to uh, bequeath but not inherit. That would be... The way they explain it. Ah, oh, so he says, No halin velo manhidin, kegona baal it isto. Manhidin velo no halin, kegon isha it baala. Right, so the lady is manhil. She gives it over her stuff to the husband, but does not inherit, but vice versa. Now, velo, the son inherits, exactly. Velo manhidin, velo manhidin. Those are different sides of the family. Which means, uh, the way he says it here is, Exactly. The relative of the mother's side does not inherit or bequeath things to the relative of the father's side. There's no connection between the two sides. Okay, those are the laws of inheritance. Now, after you give me four scenarios, the Mishnah goes back to explain in detail. What does it say? It's, It starts to play the case number one. So now you see what you go either way. Sometimes it explains what it just finished. Sometimes it explains what it started with. So we're back to the question over here: What's the what's the rationale of our Mishnah? Why it chose this way as opposed to the other? And what's the rationale of general? Why Mishnayot sometimes switch from the normal from the style? So the Gemara says, you know what the style is like this: Ela leodam You can really go either way. Each way is justified. Ela. Hatam de isura de nafshehu. When the isur is on the person himself, mefarish isura de nafsheh beresha. 
we're going to explain the more stringent situation was when the Isur is on him. For example, That's discussing what the Jew is not allowed to do on Shabbat. There it's more important for us to discuss what's Asur for him to do. When it's on the person, therefore we're going to explain En Madlikin first. When we discuss That's on the person. It's more important for us to discuss what's Asur for him to do first. Therefore we're going to explain However, But when it's, for example, not on the person himself, when the sin is being done by the animal, so to speak, of course it's his sin, but through the animal, so then already we'll say, They already can discuss their dead, because this is not the person that's doing the avon directly, so therefore we have no problem to put the heter side first. Look at the Tosafot. Look at the Tosafot. Ela le'olam teniyache ve'ache. Ubkulu ikat ta'ama. There's reasons for each one. Hatam di'isurat de'nafsheh. Pirush. Hatiluya ba'adam atzmo. For that matter, the case of she's doing the carrying. Okay, very good. Okay, continue the Gabala. What about what about uh, inheritance? By Nahala inheritance, we want to discuss the Ikar subject of Nahala. The Ikar subject of Nahala is what? Father and the son. So we want to discuss the Ikar first before we get into the, the peripheral case. That's why we discuss that first. Right? Uh, the Rivan speaks out. Mishub the Ikar Nahalau. The Torah, when it talks about Nahala, it talks about the father and the son. And therefore, then we discuss that first. Oh. So now the Gemara comes along and says. So what's the Pshara and Hamishnah then? So if each one is giving an interpretation, we need to say an interpretation and Hamishnah. We started with Kinui. Then we discuss Yad. We didn't discuss cases. This is this is subject of Kinui. Then we give Yad. Now the Chaurav, you're saying it's, if it's going on the guy, it's going on the guy. Well, both of them are going on the guy. So therefore, they're both equal. They're both Isur. So therefore, the Chaurav, what was the reason why the Mishnah would choose yeah, yeah, do it first. So the Gemara gives a new reason. That's the question. Why over here? Why don't you explain kinui beresha? Because you can explain it like this. I'm explaining the question. You asked, we don't understand the question. Why I explained it to you? How do I go either way? Why would you explain? Why explain kinui beresha? The explanation is like this. Because maybe the default. Pshat is, you always have to explain what you discuss first. Unless you have a reason to explain number two. So uh, that's what the Gemara went to explain. And those reasons over there, where it was talking about Isur on the Adam, we went away from our normal default position of explaining what we discuss first. Okay, but here, there's no reason. Discuss the, discuss the Kinuyim first. You said it first. There's no reason to explain Yad before Kinui. Go back to the default setting. That's the question of the Gemara. That's the analysis, right? So the Gemara says, "Elahainu ta'am yadot." You know why we went to yadot first? Ho'il ve'atyan le'midrasha 
Habibin Because where we got Yadot from. Yadot are not written explicitly that a Yad could be Hal. But the Kibaraf, you remember in the Darim, was Doresh, Kindor Neder Nazir Lehazir. It's in a double language. And from the double language, they already brought out that even a Yad is going to be uh, acceptable. So therefore, to the Tana, the Derash is Habib to him. It's, it's important to him. Right? And since it's a Derasha, so therefore the Tana wants to give credibility to the Derasha, so it'll discuss it first. Because of the source of it. Since the source is from the Derash, Yadot that is, therefore it put it... Oh, so the source of Kinui is more explicit. And therefore since the source of Kinui is more explicit, that's not considered from a Derasha. Okay? Because they learned it from Hekish, actually. And Hekish is like, a, like an explicit, because what, what the, where, where the starting point is written. Okay. So comes the Gemara and says, So if you're telling me, Yadot Habib Tiritana, and that's why you're discussing them first, meaning, So start it with it, which means go all the way. Start, call Yadot, Nezirut, Kinzirut. And they give me the case of, so Gemara says, Tana ki matchil matchil be'ikar korban. Which means, the Tana is going to discuss the ikar. The ikar korban, which when you bring a korban for nizirut, is when you say the lashonot of nizirut. That's like nizirut or kinuim, which are again explicitly from the pesukim. There we're going to discuss, just like by, like we said, by inheritance. You discuss the ikar subject first. Udenyan when you get to the explaining the cases, the rasha is more habib. Look at the um, look at the rivan. You can start the habibin there. Okay, v'tani lehu berasha. That's why I said it first. V'i'amak kinuyin dizlut nami atta medrasha. The Rivan asks, uh, can you also come from a derasha? He says, it's not a derasha, it's some hekesh, and therefore it's like it's explicit. Look at the next one. V'liftach b'u v'lesha, v'litni yadot nezirut kenzirut. V'chod kenuye nezirut kenzirut. Put yadot first in the heading. Ta'ana ki matchil matchil b'ikar kuban b'lesha, kegon kenuye nezirut shem anyan lashon nazir. It's more closer to nezirut. He's saying a word. He's saying nazik, paziyah. Those are words at least for nazirut, where a yad, you're just saying, eh, you're, you're leaving it open. So therefore, we want to give the ikar, the shonot of nazirut first, because that's obvious. And then we give the perush, we give the dirasha, which is also, uh, like we said, the uh, habib. Okay. Now. So the Rivan over here brings a piece of Shekla Vitariya from Masech and Nedarim. It's a Kedari reviewer. He says over here, Ulanyan Pirushe Mifaresh Beresha Yadot. The Atyam Midrasha. We pere Kaman Nedarim Parikh. All this analysis. Hani Haleman Damar Kinuim Lashon Umoten. If you say it, goes like Rabbi Yohanan. That it came from foreign languages, good. That's Ikar language. That's a good language. That's Ikar Nizirut. These are made up languages. These are synthetic words over here that the rabbis made up 
מאי איכא לממוע, לפתות בידות בדרשה, הואיל ואתם בדרשה. ומשעני, מי קטני ידות במתניתין כלל? It doesn't say really ידות at all, אלא חסורי מחסרה לה. ותני ידות דהמלתא נמא תריץ לה, ואקדים נמא, ותני ידות ברשה. כל ידות נדרים כנדרים, וכל כנויי נדרים כנדרים. אמרי, בזמן שנזיר עובד לפניו, לקה לסיפוקה במלטה אחרינה. When the Nazir is walking by, for sure, that's a yad שמוכיח. There's no question. There's no doubt what he means. אבל, ודד, what's the bet? אבל, אין הנזיר עובד לפניו, but when the Nazir is not walking by, 
Amrinan, we may say, Dilma ehe betaanit kaamar. Maybe the guy means ehe betaanit, which means ehe alone is a very vague lashon. Uh, we don't even know what it means. It could mean even ehe betaanit. Now, what is the Gemara trying to say with that? Let's look at the Tosafot. Tosafot, the right side there. Haki Garcinan Amre In Yes Bismanchen Ajiklomar In Vadai Shemuel Svirale Yadayim Sheena Mochichot Lo Havian Yadayim The Yadayim have to be evident Ubenazir Ober Lefana When the Nazir is walking by Leka Lesepuke They have Yadayim Mochichot That's Vadai It's Mochichach Abal Nazir Ober Abal En Nazir Ober Lefana and since it's not yadai mochichot, no good. That's why ehe alone is not going to be good, because it can mean something else. You're going to ask me a question. Why isn't ehe mochichot also? What else could he be accepting upon himself? So the Gemara is telling you, I tell you, he's accepting upon himself a ta'anit. And therefore, that's exactly why Shemuel had to learn the Mishnah, the Shittato, that yadaim she'ena mochichot, Ehe alone is not considered Mukhiyah, because could be he's accepting upon himself That's right to say the case of as he was walking by. Some have the text. Amre Lo Lo over the Fanav Havyam Yadayim. Aval, 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 Bizman, Alo, Ovel, the Fanab, Havian Yadayim, Aval, Bizman, Sheena Nazir, Ovel, the Fanav, Lohavia Yadayim. Okay, there's a different text that they're going to come along and say that Adraba, when the Nazir says, when the fellow says, Ehe, and the guy's walking by, that's a case of Yadayim. When the Nazir says, when the guy says, Ehe, and nobody's walking around, that's not even a Yadayim. Snapshot Yadayim in a Mokhichot. It's not even a Yadayim. And what does that mean? Tosh explains. Vachi Pirusho. It's exact reverse conclusion. Really, I'll tell you, Shemuel doesn't need Yadayim Mochichot. The only reason why he said that the Nazir has to walk by is not because he holds, he holds that you need Yadayim Mochichot, because he holds, if you just said the word Ehe, it's not even a Yad. It's a yad at least, because he said the hand is a nazir walking by. According to this text, very good, which is according to this over here, comes out the based on the girsa that you have is going to make the difference between what you hold, Shemuel says. According to the first Gersah, 
we're agreeing. You're right. Shemuel needs yadayim mochichot. That's why he gave the case where the Nazir was walking by. Because if the Nazir wasn't walking by, it's a yadshe and a mochiyah. And just saying the word eher is not going to do it. According to the second grisa, no. Shemuel really holds yadayim she'en mochichah is a yad. Oh, so why isn't a hit enough? Because a hit is not even a yad. You know why it's not a yad? Because it could mean a hit b'ta'anit. Meaning it has to have a hand, it has to be something. So when the guy's walking, well, okay, that's that's, that's, that's mukhiyah. But a hit alone, it's not the pshat that it's a yad she'en mukhiyah. It's not even a yad. Good, so you see a tremendous nafkamina between the two answers. Tosfot continues. It's a famous case in Kiddushin. Guy tells a lady, He doesn't say the word li. All different languages of Kiddushin. The Gebra said, what do you mean? That, that, that's Yadayim Shemuel. He didn't say Li. So that's Yadayim. He's using the Lashon, but he didn't finish. And he's saying it's okay. So the Gebra asked the contradiction from this Gebra. Here it's possible that he held Yadayim Shemuel. No, I have Yadayim. So uh, you're right. The Kodesh Shmuel, you have to say Li. Alma Masika Tamnu Shmuel Me'achad Adam Shmuel Do Avi Yadayim. So it's a question of Kodesh Kirsa. Because the Gemara comes along and says you're right. Shmuel holds you need Yadayim Mochichot. Then we have to say in the Gemara Kedushin Kodesh we have to say the word Li. But according to the Kirsa over here, Adam was saying that Yadayim Shira Mochichot. How can Yadayim Kodesh Shmuel? Oh, so that's why you have to go to the other Girsa. That's why he falls off this text. And that's why he comes along and says, This lemma is not a regular lemma. Because normally we say, Let us say that he holds it's not Yadayim, but we're keeping it. Normally we reject the lemma. Here we're going with it. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And that's the conclusion. So, so he rejects the second Girsa on the basis of a stira from Masechet Kedushin. Gemara goes one step further. Gemara says, "V'dilma lefotrom min korbenotav ka'amar." Who told you that he means to accept upon himself the nazir, even though the nazir is walking by? Maybe means to say ehe, meaning I'm going to exempt this guy from his korbanot. I'll bring the korbanot for this guy. Ehe. The Nazir, after his Nazirut, has been Korbanot. Maybe when the guy says, eh, he's, he's committing himself. Listen, I'll, I, I'll, I'll make the, uh, you know, I'll pay for the Korbanot and bring it. Maybe that, who told you he's accepting upon himself Nazirut? Yeah, I agree, it's got to be connected to the Nazir. But maybe it's not an acceptance of Nazirut. I'll bring his Korbanot. Right? Look at the Ivan, all the way down, Dilma. Afiluki Nazir of Elefanav. Amai Avi Nazir. saying, I will be instead of him. Which is, I'll, I'll supply the uh, korbanot. Maybe that's what it. Uh, maybe that's what it means. 
So comes the Gemara and says, the Kamar Belibo. The case to where in his heart he accepted upon himself Nizirut. So in his heart he's saying Nizirut. So the Gemara then comes along and says, if that's the case, we accept upon himself Ihachi Maile Mimra. Peshita, what's the Hadush? You tell me the guy in his heart taught Nizirut. The guy's walking by. He said, uh, eh, so that I need a Mishnah to come and tell me his heart already is saying he wants to be in Nazir. What's the Sheila over here? So the Gemara says, ba'inan shavin. I might have thought that he has to verbally express it, like he has expressed it in his heart. Kamashwa, no, that he doesn't have to. Ram, Rivan, the Nazir over the Fana be Kamar Nami Belibo. My little Pachita that the Nazir Kamar. Ba'inan Chie P. Velibo Shavin. The Ba'inan Chie Mosibis Fatav. Mashiri Mirror. We have to severely say it. Kamashmalan. The Lo Ba'inan. Ubilvan Chie Nazir over the Fanaf. But the Nazir will buy him. Ha in in Nazir of Fanaf. I forgot about Belibo. Keman the Lo Sibis Fatav. Lo Aba Muhammadta. Because, so, so to make it mochiyah, you need the Nazir walking by it, you need him to say eher, and you got to have it in his heart. Now look at the Tosafot. Why would I think, uh, you have to verbally say, because by Nizirut it says the word, the Pasuk, kiyafli. Now the word kiyafli is a lashon until you, it's a word, utter. It's a lashon of expression, you have to express it. So the Hadush over here is, that you expressed it. So long as you express it and say, eh with a Nazir walking by, you're okay. Now, let me just explain one more point, and then we're finished. In this Tafto Safot over here, we're explaining like this. When a person says, eh we're explaining it, that the Nazir has to walk by. Because if the Nazir wasn't walking by, we said it can be a not uh, mochiyah. It's a lashon that's not mochiyah. Mm-hmm. According to one girsa, we even learned that can be ehe is nothing. But according to one girsa, if ehe alone, when the Nazir is not walking by, it's not mochiyah because it could mean, that's the girsa we took incidentally, that ehe can mean ehe bitanit. But it should be noted. That according to the shitat that says that a yad is considered a yad, what do they do with the fact that maybe he meant to hit Okay, so it's not mukhiyah. So you have another thing to mean. So they're going to hold that it's more mashma ehe alone nizirut than ta'anit. And I'll tell you why. Because when you say the word ehe, ehe is mashma that you're affecting something immediately. Nizirut you can affect upon yourself immediately. Which means if it's 12 o'clock in the afternoon and you say eh, that's it, 12 o'clock in the afternoon, you're a Nazir. Masha'enken, if you're accepting upon yourself time, it could be if you ate, if you ate until 12 o'clock, it's not till the next day. So therefore the word eh is masma, something that is definitely now. That would be more mashman nizirut and tani. So according to the shita that says yad she'en mochiyach, they'll hold that it's more nizirut than tani. Baruch Allah, the Olam, Amen, Amen.